That's my chain. Talk shit at this part. About how like the world didn't see it coming. That's my chain. Now you know this fresh, right? You didn't know. I'm so wild. They call me for local, so local. Where they do Welcome back, Square Hive. <laughs> this is a uh, part two of an impromptu two-parter. Um, try to say that. 10 times fast I'm not going to do that uh, <laughs> so when we left off we were in the middle of uh, magic trick three and uh, it's funny because it went off right um, my alarm the building alarm the apartment building alarm went off right as we were talking about that so uh, maybe maybe the vibes are off <laughs> should we should we should we still should we still like review it or not review it but should we still like read it again Sure. Or should we yeah. go? Okay. All right. Let me find it. Here we go. Magic trick number. Oh, it's back on. You see, it's it was right on the page. Well, that's because I just opened my ebook and I haven't opened <laughs> it since the last one, yeah. which was literally just only like four hours ago. Okay. So <laughs> magic three. Magic trick three. Oh yeah. This okay. So this is the one where um, it has the uh, first line is the girl performs her first spell. But this is technically magic trick three. And so that threw me off. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's you were talking about um, how you would not want anybody at Disneyland if you were to go. And I agree. It's too crowded. Too um, crowded. In a pandemic. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so what would you what would you want to do if you were there like by yourself? Um, well, I guess the Disney princesses could be there because, like, when I was a kid, basically all I wanted was to meet the Disney princesses. I guess if they were there and if, and if there was a chocolate shop open, I could just talk to them for a while and then go eat chocolate. Basically, yes. it's, yeah. That sounds like such a fun Sunday fun day. Which, <laughs> you know, that's, it, it is Sunday, so I think that was relevant. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, no, it that's true because I think that the uh, the whole aspect of, like LARPing like you know live action role playing kind of like you know getting dressed up and doing something <laughs> fun and walking around that sounds fun it sounds like a fun costume party you know yeah um yeah, I, and that's I, something I miss most about the pandemic because I used to just wear weird outfits for no reason in public yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go because it's it's just uh you know you get to just do whatever you want it's a it's a nice it's a nice change of pace, I suppose. Yeah. Um, kind of lets you pretend you're somebody else for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to see, and it's fun to see. Like sometimes they'll have like shows and stuff. But I agreed. I wouldn't want anyone else there, and I also don't want to have some. You know, someone's like, "Why don't you do virtual reality?" No, I want to be no. there. I just don't want anybody else there. <laughs> yeah, just and and, and it would have to be the perfect temperature for me too, not too hot. And yeah, stuff. so it's like if a, it's I'm not. Like, Somebody, somebody, so there has to be like an, you know, some kind of mobile air conditioner device that, yeah, goes, exactly. it has to be very inconvenient for everybody. Um, perhaps I mean, people make fun <laughs> of millennials for saying they're like for acting like snowflakes, but it's like, unfortunately, that's true for me. What I is am a snowflake? I... Okay, so snowflake <laughs> is a funny term because it was, I was at a um, coffee shop and uh, <laughs> I don't want to name it because that's not what we do here but it's it definitely I didn't expect it because some dude was like oh he was talking about a politician of some sort and I'm not going to name the politician either because that's not what we do here but <laughs> but basically 
he was like, oh, she's just new to the game. She's just a snowflake. And without a beat, I just looked at him I'm like, hey, you know where there aren't any snowflakes? Hell. You maybe you should uh, go there. Oh, and yeah. I just walked, <laughs> That's walked a great, out. great comeback. I was like, ah, oh, that was, if only I had looked good in that. I was like definitely in my sweatpants with like a hoodie oh. over. I was getting coffee. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I must have, I must have looked like I was accosting this man, but he was, he was being a jerk. I'm like, you're, yeah. you're, being, a, you're being a jerk in public around me. Like, I'm going to be a jerk back. Like, I if know, totally. If that's going to be the case. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's like a double-edged sword, right? Because now, like, what if, I don't know. But the thing is, though, I, like, I almost couldn't, like, resist because I'm like, ah, oh. I know it was like, what, it was like a split second decision. I was like, that's a perfect comeback. And yeah, how I often does that happen? It, yeah. I know, it doesn't really happen, like, until much later. And I'm like, oh, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I should have just not said anything. That's probably <laughs> the best option sometimes. Uh, but, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean that sounds like a line in a poem too. So you have some fodder for a poem, perhaps. Yeah. No snowflakes in hell. Yeah, there, there are no snowflakes in hell. It sounds like a good, it sounds like a metal band or something. I like it. Oh, it does. Yeah. Like a death metal band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that was magic trick number three. So uh, let's go to. I think it's your turn for magic trick oh, yeah. number four. Okay, magic trick four. The girl transforms nerves into charm. It was a please to meet you. A pretty please. She responds. Okay, to to me that kind of it sounds like I don't know if you've noticed the trope on some um TV shows or movies about like the kind of clumsy, quirky, um pixie kind of ish girl. Yeah, uh, Zoe Death over... Channel, as I call yeah. it. I know it's pronounced Zoe De Chanel. Okay, I'm just being a jerk. Uh. <laughs> like, I know it's actually pronounced in like a very pretty way, but I definitely say Zoe Death Channel because that's what I say. In my that's, head. What look, that's what it looks like. <laughs> But for some reason, this poem just reminded me of that t- type of girl, the one who kind of like you know just is is clumsy and and miss and twists the words around and stuff by accident when she's nervous. Um, so it was kind of, I don't know if she meant it that way, but that's what it made me think of. You know what's funny? When I read this poem, I definitely thought it was two lines of dialogue. I thought it was two people talking to each other. And I read it totally differently. See, this is why it's fun to read this out loud. Oh. So it was the girl transforms nerves into charm. And then it's like somebody's talking to her. It was a pretty please to meet you. Or sorry, it was a please to meet you. And then she would respond, a pretty please. Like to like kind of make it a cutesy moment. See? Oh, the interpretation. That that makes more sense though. It because it was a response, right? The yeah, I, responds, I was thinking I felt of her like... talking to herself in her head, like having an internal monologue of like replaying something that happened. Yeah, that could be. It could have been that too. It's just because yeah. of the re- word "respond." I thought maybe somebody was saying like a statement to her. Like, that would make way her. more sense. <laughs> I don't know. I but that's cool though because now there's two like like you know perspectives on or like you know interpretations of it, which is pretty awesome. True. Because it's because it's like you know the that that first one works too really well. Because you know, <laughs> it's like oh oh crap I said that. And then, uh, pretty please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, you know. So I get it. Like it, it, when I when I heard you describe it, I totally understood okay, what you cool. were talking about. So <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yeah, that was magic trick number four. And then let's do this final magic trick. Also, who you know did she she resisted doing like I I think she hopefully she there's a sequel because I think she's like missing the opportunity to do a magic trick 007. 
and then it's like Ooh. a it's like a James Bond character but female so it would be like yeah. I don't know it would be like uh <laughs> I would say Jamie Bond but Jamie could also be like a well I guess we could do Jamie Bond but then also I don't know I, I what do you think what, it what could if, be what about Jane Jane, Jane Bond, Bond. <laughs> that's even that's even better I like that way better no I'm yeah, imagining Jane from Daria again it, okay. it kind of it also kind of reminds me of like Jane Doe but it's like the opposite of yeah that. not the opposite but like the inverse of that I don't know yeah something totally. uh, some some sort of play off that yeah yeah <laughs> so that hopefully <laughs> that can be a poem too it would be like magic yeah. from 007 Jane Bond that, that sounds <laughs> that sounds very intriguing to me it needs to be done <laughs> we'll have to write an exquisite corpse poem together again oh yeah and, uh, fun. and we can title it that <laughs> all right let's do this magic trick number five. Ooh, this one has fun spacing i'm a fan yeah. of the spacing okay uh magic trick five the girl lassos a shooting star she dissects its gooey center and finds a skipping stone the girl sits down in a field of grass and stares at the stone for three years until on the last day of one november it finally snows and her mother calls her inside and to hide it safe the girl swallows the stone and it skips on and on inside her and further away on and on and ellipses is how it ends there yeah i like that that yeah the the visual aspect of it i think did like i i didn't know where i was going with that so it was yeah. cool. I, I wonder how this poem would look as like a star too because of the you know. It's the, like almost the... it's like a melting star in a way. It's um Oh yeah. Yeah. Which a I guess bit. I guess some stars do implode eventually. I mean that's their version of melting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's the gooey center. That's yeah. so cool. Well of course it reminded me of It's Wonderful Life. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but there's a scene in which the hero of the movie is saying that he wants to lasso the moon and then give it to his girlfriend so she could swallow it and the moonbeams would shoot out of the ends of her hair and her fingertips so it reminded me of that imagery i don't she probably wasn't trying to make an allusion to it's wonderful life but if she was that's cool because i like that movie a lot what what was what was that person on because that i don't like... know it was it was very <laughs> odd because the, there was well the movie does have kind of fantastical aspects to it especially near the end so maybe it was a, a foreshadowing of the fantasy part coming in the movie yeah <laughs> totally it, it's fun to sort of watch the transformation of like what i thought the poem was gonna be and like what it is yeah you know? and yeah. uh it's because it looks like a lasso you know kind of it does it, it like curves around a little bit like yeah you know it right. yeah i yeah it's that was a fun one yeah that's okay so <laughs> see I'm all I'm off all off kilter because this was like a two-part episode and uh it was an unplanned two-part episode but now I kind of want to talk about Nine Perfect Strangers uh, yeah. okay what are your impressions um I think that it's I mean obviously I don't think that it's a it's a, it's that spas on the up and up that they're on I think that um I think that it's like a cult it it really does seem like a cult and like you know that she's giving them stuff and their food that they did not give her permission to give them oh, yeah yeah okay okay so for all the listeners out there these will contain spoilers because Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, yeah cuz i i just want to know what's going to happen now because i've seen all of them and uh <laughs> and i want to talk about it yeah that's the latest thing i saw i'm like done 
with watching. What else have I seen? I've seen, I don't know, there's been a lot of TV content, and I'm not a fan of all of it, but I literally just stopped watching the last episode just now, so oh. talk about it. Okay, <laughs> so now that we've done the disclaimer, okay, totally. I think what happened was that, you know, it's not just a cult, but it's like a cult within a cult or something like that. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, it's like almost like she's improvising because she didn't with the whole with the whole like goat thing. She didn't like just like, you know, she didn't just shut it down. She's like, let's play this out. And, and it like, seems Whoa. like she was genuinely grieved when the goat died. So it's like it didn't it, it wasn't premeditated for sure. Yeah, so, she didn't plan yeah. it. Somebody just did something like really intense. And I, I feel like normally you just be like, uh, no. But, you know, that they, I guess she like was like, no, no, no. let me let me do. A little, I, I feel like, Nicole. OK, so did you watch The Undoing? Yes, I did. Yeah, oh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. OK, yeah. how good was that? Because I actually really thought that Nicole Kidman was like, I, I just didn't know, you know, what her character was going to do. Grace, was that his name? Or was that her name? I think so. Yeah, so. it's like yeah. I, I was actually for a little bit, I was actually convinced of the husband's innocence, but it's like, yeah, of course he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was wild how good he was at like just gaslighting everybody. I know. Like, yeah, it's like it, it's that that had lots of twists in it. It's like it was you know you, you expected one thing and thought we're sure about it, and suddenly it just made you doubt everything again. Yeah, which is kind of very like, very Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, totally. And now that like winter is about to like the whole long coat aesthetic, all about that life. I thought she pulled that off very well. I'm like, I want some of those coats. Those are oh, like the green coat, <laughs> the green yeah. coat. She wore totally that was the iconic that. one. That yeah. well, she it, the whole show dude had just been like you know her walking in like long. Most of it was just her walking around in long coats, and True. I was there for it. You know, at night in New York, like I'm like, how are there no people that that doesn't seem real. But maybe it was in her neighborhood. Maybe. Maybe everybody was too scared to walk at night except her. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, she's got very like, uh, what's it called? It's instead of like resting bitch face, it's like resting, like. <laughs> resting resting str- striding face or something. I don't know. Yeah, resting striding face or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, exactly. It it would be something where it's just like, all right, nobody, you know, she's, she's got one of those like invisible barrier type things. Yeah. Around her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and also very useful for a pandemic, actually. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Someone should get on that. That's a, that sounds like a good invention. It would just be like, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So, oh yeah. Okay. Back to, okay. So what else do you think is, okay. What do you think is going on now? Where did you, what, what, what are your theories about what's going to happen next? Mm, I'm guessing that there's going to be, that everybody is going to end, it's going to be a Shakespearean ending and everybody's going to end up killing each other. That's my guess. I think that the drugs are going to end up making them so out of it and delusional and seeing things that they're actually going to begin to all turn against each other. Classic um, cult. Classic yeah. cult story. I know. I'm, I'm I'm probably thinking too stereotypically, but... Maybe, maybe, know. though. These things have a tendency to go either very predictable and then there's a lot of twists and turns Yeah, what I'm doing, or it'll be like, you know, something totally... I think so far it's very reminiscent of like a couple of different things I've said. It does remind me of The Undoing. It does remind me of, like, Lost. I don't know if you ever watched Lost. I watched a little bit of the first season. It's been yeah, a very same. long time, but it does have the same feel. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you yeah. saw Big Little, I mean, Big Little Lies. That yeah. Are, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't quite remind me of that one. That one was a little bit more, you know, family story oriented, but it did right. have the element of 
mystery in you know the, the murder of the husband right yeah mm-hmm. it there's there's a it definitely has like um that kind of like creepy horror movie kind of feel yeah but I'm I'm kind of like I'm wondering if there's gonna be some because there's also like a lot we don't know like where you know about their backstories I hope they don't do a backstory episode those are kind of annoying sometimes like yeah. it's a whole episode just on their backstory like flashbacks I'm cool with but if it's like a whole like yeah those the, I mean it depends depends on which whose backstory it is but it I would want to know like her she's the main or maybe it turns out she's not the head honcher she's just the figurehead actually that was going to be one of my guesses also because it seems like she like seems like pretends to be serene and peaceful and like you know all-knowing but i think that she's almost like the wizard of oz and that she's like actually you know just the the man behind the curtain and somebody else is doing all the 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 talking Um, yeah 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 it feels like there's a lot of uh you know like a lot of just random things that that i'm like you you probably would have planned for this if you were like you know if there were really like a cult cult if they probably would have planned for somebody being like really brutal like that yeah you know and and yet I'm like well you also like didn't give them like you know food like yeah you're supposed to like you know they're like oh you need to cleanse and stuff but you have to prepare for that you don't just throw somebody in the deep end with that sort of thing you know I mean I know that I I wouldn't be prepared for it um I know that the microdosing of of magic mushrooms or LSD whatever she's giving them um that actually is a that has been a treatment for decades. Apparently, even the actor Cary Grant did it in the in the seventies, I think. Wow. Um, but I don't know. I so, I have a feeling it would end up making me more paranoid instead of being therapeutic. Um, so allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> a a friend of mine, um, you know, definitely has experience with it, and uh, they, you know, they were they were just like afterwards, it things that seemed like a big deal it really put things into perspective and it gave a a little bit less of a like doom and gloom sort of everyday feel um I mean obviously it's not a cure-all and nothing really is right but at the same time it removed the sort of dire almost like oh wait a second this isn't a big deal like anything I do you know it kind of reminded me of the whole like um, when this person allegedly was describing this, uh, <laughs> it, remi- it reminded me of, um, you know, the whole, like, anything you attempt, you know, you'll succeed um, yeah. because you attempted it. You know, like, the more you sort of do something, the better you'll get at it. And everything besides that is not a big deal. Like, anything else is just, you know, just it is what it is. And that's the takeaway. Now, I think that with Certain, and this is a good segue from the depression and other magic tricks book because, um, you know, we were talking about how like depression kind of tricks one into thinking that there's like, you know, no option or there's no way out or whatever. Yeah. And that, that factor kind of gets removed because it kind mm-hmm. of stops being like a, like, it's like, oh, there's so many options. What am I talking about? You know, like that kind of thing. So that's, yeah. the, that's the main takeaway. And apparently those effects are much longer lasting than like you know the sort of pharmaceutical depression medicines and anti-anxiety etc like you know but it's it's always going to be subjective because yeah. there's always going to be people who 
say yes and no but at the same time all <laughs> that's like all medicine ever essentially that's like vaccines you know what i mean Apparently. yeah it's um and some people are actually treatment resistant some people don't react to any medicines yeah. and um that's usually when they turn to electric shock therapy but yeah, i wouldn't want to do that but um not that there's anything wrong with it i know that it works for some people um well but- i've heard there's different kinds now and yeah. i've heard of something called emdr where it's like almost like t- like um like a buzzer almost in your hand or something like yes, that. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. And it helps yeah. process things. And I'm sure that that also does. I've, I've tried a few. It's, it's It works. You know, it doesn't not work. It's just, again, a lot of these things, they do take a lot of, like, they take a lot of, like, dedication and work and consistency and, you know, being able to, like, really pay attention to how you're... Because I think with, um, with some of these things, and the reason why I think, you know, with, when it comes to books and stuff, like the one that we were reviewing it's important to have a sort of not record necessarily but sort of like a like I call them bookmarks you know in life (laughs) and yeah uh, and because it it's helpful to sort of be like oh okay that's cool I wrote that that time and and that's what that made me feel like oh okay and and it kind of just helps things move along it's almost like a progression and that reminds me that the the other stuff the like stuff in the past is less like it, it it feels less dire it does re- yeah yeah, yeah. and, and so. sometimes something that can feel less dire it can resurface later yeah it's like if something happens to like put you back in the same place yeah. and that's always scary it is scary and it's, it's also yeah. like but it's also like a little bit hopeful because you don't know you yeah. know nobody really knows so I think in that unknown there is freedom you know because yeah. there's a little bit of there's a little bit of everything and and you know picking and choosing is is kind of fun but you're right like it could just sometimes it's just like oh no I picked <laughs> I took the wrong <laughs> took the wrong door ah like yeah. you know yeah. but it's it's like for the most part if there are even even when there are things that aren't perfect it still seems things still seem to like be okay momentarily I think those are the best moments I think um, so as long as they don't feel creepy. Like I've been, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I like, you know, I like a good, I like a good scary movie, but if reality starts to like, if, if the TV starts to feel like it's, uh, you know, less scary than reality, then I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Sometimes even if it's just a fleetingly good moment, it's, um, that's nice. It's like, uh, <laughs> like I think Kurt Vonnegut said something like I ask you to n- please notice when you are happy and excl- and murmur at some point if this isn't nice I don't know what is and it's like it's it's hard to remember, remember that like if you're even feeling happy in one moment to actually look you know stand back and think this is nice you yeah know, it's, it's it's but and yet there's moments when I feel nostalgic for a moment even if it's, as it's happening because those are the moments that I actually am cognizant that this is a nice time and then I become begin to miss it, even if, as it's happening, which is the complete opposite of living in the present. But I don't know how to live in the present. <laughs> it t- I guess it takes a lot of you know, it takes a lot of like train, like training almost. Like you kind of have to rewire your brain to, like I, I know I have to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I have to kind of remind myself almost constantly, like, hey, like I'm okay. Yeah. Hmm, all right. What's that feel like? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm kind of always in this mode of not feeling okay, 
So I'm like, okay, what is it about me that doesn't feel okay? And then I have to like take inventory a little bit yeah. and then address everything individually if I have to. Like, it's exhausting for in, sure. In a way, the non-perfect strangers thing is kind of about having to, yeah, having to do that in a way because everybody's dealing with something in their past. And you know, of course, the person I relate to most is the girl who lost her twin brother to suicide. Um, it, it hasn't dealt. She's my favorite character. I will tell you. Me I was too. just going to say that she's my favorite one. Because yeah. she, she was so upset when her mom was describing, like, stuff in the hot tub. She's like, Mom, oh, hell. I know. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I would, I would probably want to say, okay, this is this is grossing me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I interrupted you. Sorry, but go ahead. Oh, no. It's, I just like how um, she seems almost the most level-headed of everybody, too, in a way. I don't know. It just seems like she's kind of is viewing things with a little bit more cynical of an eye, which I kind of like. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it when she was like when that guy revealed. Again, we're doing spoilers, so if you don't want any spoilers, then this is where you stop. But <laughs> I liked it when he. I liked it when he described, or not described, but when he revealed, quote unquote, revealed that he was, or uh, when whomever I forgot the main character is the Nicole Kidman character, but when oh, she Masha. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Masha, when she was like uh, revealed that he was an investigator, and, <laughs> and everyone was like still wrapped up in their own shit but also like oh what the hell you know yeah. and then and he's like yeah and none of you knew and, she, and then the girl was like i knew and he's uh, like <laughs> yeah because you saw him talking on that little apple watch thingy or whatever yeah. yeah and he was like no you didn't know and she's like all right <laughs> uh, i know she's yeah she i really like her a lot yeah. yeah plus like she's not there by choice clearly like everyone else no. kind of like her parents the fuck is this i know yeah yeah <laughs> you know I'm like y- y- y'all y- y'all should have known like you're going somewhere you've never like you've never met any of these people that's a little sad you got to know at least one person to like mm-hmm. make sure it's not like a fully fledged cult situation totally. you know because because a lot of these things can feel culty at first but they're usually pretty like chill you know yeah. I-, I would ho- I should hope if it's like way too culty I'm like all right I'm out yeah like, i'm <laughs> i just left my last call i'm not looking for another one okay right. yeah. uh, in your opinion yeah. did our high school seem in any way like a cult oh totally um and and the reason why is not even because of the like obvious things like the uh you know uniforms and this and that yeah um but the, when i knew it was was because uh <laughs> is because when we had those homecoming rallies and stuff and yes. and, and stuff like that I'm like, this is wild culty, but also it was fun. And that was the point. Was yeah. That, you know, because I also had to, even though I, you know, was not Catholic, I still had to go to all the Catholic things. Mm-hmm. Those were obviously going to be culty because they were religion things and religious things <laughs> always seem culty to people who aren't in the religion. Like that's, that's always how it's going to be. Yeah. Like, it's always going to seem weird, even though it's very obvious to the people, you know, it's like to them, it's like, what are you talking about? This is how it's always been. Yeah. Like, if you say so. <laughs> like you know yep. but uh what that in combination with the i think the whole work hard play hard thing is such a cult dynamic you know I it's know. like it and it's in every like company it's in every it's in the corporate world it's in the like working world it's in the every it's in everything and of course you know? every every work description says you have to be a team player which to me always sounds like a cult but i mean i know that it's just supposed to mean that you work well with others but as somebody that doesn't work well with others always is off-putting to me 
must be I, a team player. I work well with others, but not if they're exploiting me. Like, if I feel exploited, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> then I get real upset. But that's the nature of every, you know, workplace is, you know, now now we're going to start sounding real Marxist. But, you know, <laughs> essentially, like, you know, that's that's the whole point of, you know, you do, if you don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That's really what it is. And I know and yeah. that's <laughs> that's why it's fun to watch movies and th- things like that because it kind of distracts for a while from the fact yeah. that yeah <laughs> that's, very, that's very true it's it's like yeah they're, the movies are definitely my main mode of escape <laughs> and they're fun because you know it's another it's like visual storytelling and it they do provide some perspective like I mean this it, the place in Nine Perfect Strangers looks very nice and pretty but I wouldn't want to be there it's there sounds like there's some shady shit going on they just sacrificed a goat like you I know. know. I know that's a. I know that's a thing in a lot of places, and I've actually like seen it happen too. Oh, but really? This felt, this felt different though. Well, this was a dude like massacre. Like, no, no, no. Like, that's not how it's done. Like, that's yeah. not okay. It's more of a like, you know how they say like farm to fork. How like that's a thing. Yeah. That's more what it's like. <laughs> it's a uh. it's a farm to fork type thing, and not a. Uh, you know we're hungry and we see an animal so let's brutally murder it like I that's know, not it's a very, thing um very hunter gatherer yeah very actually, lord of the yeah, flies they had to go gather berries too that they, it's like they were being thrown into a prehistoric way of life yeah because they they separated the two you know the groups were like you know what i mean yeah they 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 kind of put them into two groups and, and i'm like why'd you do that that was that was a bad idea i know teamwork. creating divisions yeah <laughs> yeah teamwork makes the dream work like why'd you do that yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it seems like they're testing them but i'm like these people are clearly exhausted and have problems like why would you test them in the state and that's why it feels mm-hmm. like a cult too because it feels I know. like one of those like only the something whatever will survive you know like, it's like it's almost like just trying to break a horse you know it's like in Sometimes you just sometimes you're already broken, so you don't need to be broken again. <laughs> yeah, and and I think the whole the whole like concept of trying to break, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, why? I know. Like, if you go somewhere, why would you want to like, you know, like I don't know. It, but then it also reminds me of I don't know why I thought of this, but it reminds me of um, and I don't know if the people still do this, but they would wear jeans, and then after they've worn them, like a company would pay them to wear these jeans, and then they time and then after they're done wearing them because they have a worn in look they sell it back to the company and then that company sells them just like that for like a lot more money for like a couple of like thousand dollars each. oh god and i'm like a gross unsanitary um b yeah. how is that different from just wearing them yourself like i know you know they, they, it's that's the whole thing though it's the distressed look so yeah. I, I i'm pretty sure they got shut down <laughs> like i don't think it's a thing anymore yeah um, or maybe it's like an underground thing where you can only find it in certain places and thus making it more exclusive is but, it if they say that it was broken in by a famous person does that make maybe that maybe that would warrant them selling it for more what if it's just broken in by like a regular person it's like I don't well, know, how I, would you know that's the whole you thing. wouldn't it's, know it's like i'm surprised con- that, yeah yeah the concept of authenticity is hilarious to me because I know. people you can people can sell anything just say it's authentic and yeah you know show them a little card that says it's authentic what more do they need uh, unless they like know what authentic stuff tastes and feels like mm-hmm. and like all that stuff then they're like uh you're scamming you know yeah so you always i know gotta find, you always gotta find someone who actually knows and doesn't just pretend that they know but yeah. i also sometimes pretend just to just to see what will happen sometimes i like you know sometimes i like stirring the pot just to see what's cooking you know like yeah <laughs> 
I don't do it often or I try not to. I usually do it when I'm bored or when I'm frustrated or when I'm like, you know, annoyed or, you know, it, I don't do it out of like any sort of like ill will. I just, I'm like, this is, (laughs) it's, it's like, it's very like, uh, tantamonious to uh, like banging on the keyboard when I can't think of anything to write. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't do it very hard. I'm not going to break anything or anything like that, but <laughs> I am frustrated. So. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself just waving my arm up and down for no reason when I'm frustrated, like just sitting in my bed, smashing my arm against the bed. I'm thinking, what am I doing? It's like, yeah, it's kind of weird what you do to get frustration out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to get like a yo yo or something and start learning how to yo yo because. I saw someone doing that once. I went to like a, I was on one of my like beach trips, which I didn't go on one today because it's Sunday and it's usually very crowded. And oh. I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm not about that COVID life, you know. I've made it this far. I think I can wait out whatever else is out there. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just going to keep to myself. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so, so one of the places that I went to, I was just like, you know, chilling, enjoying the scene. And I look over and there's like, I don't know how old the kid was, but it wasn't like, they were definitely like older. I don't know, maybe like teens, 20, something like that. But they were doing like a yo-yo tricks. And I'm like, oh, like, that's pretty cool. And then they started doing awesome yo-yo tricks. And I'm like, whoa, what a flex, like in front of the beach. Like what a scene. I that's think- really neat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like doing cool stuff in like scenic vistas is, is such a like, is, is sounds really fun. And, uh, you it know, <laughs> it sounds like a classic <laughs> California scene. <laughs> yeah well and, but there was no one else there you know it was just because it was in a, it was kind of one of those things where like you walked a little bit and not even very far maybe like half a mile or something just to like get to a point on like a fence where you can like see the beach and stuff um and it was really pretty so I'll, I, I might have to go there again this yeah month. all right nine perfect strange that was a huge segue but i like i like where it led it's, yeah <laughs> yeah it's, uh, uh, I, I love evocative images like that <laughs> <laughs> what um what else are your theories are there is there anyone that you particularly like are just like oh i don't like that character uh i let's see the, the um the the guy with the, the that used to be a football player oh yeah that dude he's okay. just uh, He's just boorish to me. It's like he's just, I don't know. I just, I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way he acted towards the Melissa McCarthy character. He's just kind of, he's the kind of person who would probably end up making me cry if I was around him because he's too um, brash. <laughs> yeah, I think that he thinks his only, you know, his comfort is the only comfort worth comforting. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, there's everybody else here too. But it's, I mean, to be fair, he did like constantly be like, uh, where's my medicine? But I think, I think he was like tripping because, well, I mean, besides the literal meaning, because he yeah. dosed them all, which again is not okay. Like dosing people if they're not like needing to be, not needing, but yeah, maybe needing. Or also, you know, like I, I think that definitely should like wouldn't fly if, you know, you didn't particularly sign up for it. Yeah, um, but maybe like she she kind of had a point. She's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, what are I you know. gonna say about it? You know, yeah. like you can either stay or go. But I think it's interesting that everyone decided to stay. You know? I know. Is is that. there something in the medicine that's somehow making them com- like just apathetic and compliant in a way? Like something, like something, like that makes them more susceptible or something yeah. like that. Something yeah. weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, kind of, like the kind of. Is there something that you can take to be more susceptible to hypnosis? I wonder because I often hear that that's a that's a therapy. Um, 
like for people who are depressed and stuff and it's like i always think well i can't do that therapy because i'm not susceptible to hypnosis you know so it's like the power of suggestion seems to not be with me <laughs> Whoa. well i think the weird thing is though that you know it's almost like one of those catch-22 situations where it's like but if you were really not susceptible to deception or to like you know hypnotism then you wouldn't ever think that you couldn't be you know true so <laughs> yeah it's hmm. a real it's a real uh it's a real circle we're going in now but <laughs> it, you're right though it's you know it's always one of those things where it, it is gonna have there is gonna be some semblance of um personal and then there's gonna be some stuff that isn't within like anybody's sort of or somebody is pulling like you were saying puppet strings yeah uh, yeah I can yeah. see it being puppet strings too because it it has that feel you know it has that like there's like something in the I'm gonna be you know unless it's like real obvious like in the undoing where they just kept trying to like distract everyone with all these different sort of not even red herrings but like clues that weren't real clues almost yeah yeah that was wild <laughs> um for and a while even, I thought the sun might have done it in the undoing well that was the weird thing because it was it was almost like you know, it would have been too easy to make it the person who it was, but that's not the point, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I That's why I'm going to stick it out because I do like Nicole Kim. I do think, okay, so I don't know, this might be controversial, but I think her acting in, in The Undoing was better than her acting in, in this one because this one, it's pretty good, but I don't think she actually like feels the things she's fe- like, you know, I can definitely tell she's acting. Yeah. Um. I, I've, I actually wrote a few reviews of the show Um. and link them um, to me i'll put them in the pod description oh sure yeah i will Yay. um and um lots of people have that same criticism is that she wasn't as convincing well and it probably took shorter it this one's oh, hasn't been in production that long though oh yeah you know because i feel like the undoing was probably like took a, a while in the making it was you know this one seems like it got you know it that it might have just been like a like a time thing plus i don't yeah. if yeah if she ends up if she, if she does end up being like super evil later like i don't know that nicole kidman would be able to play like a completely you know embody oh, yeah. that the way she did with with yeah. grace and and the other one yeah that's okay that sounds like a good place to sort of wrap up since we're at 37 minutes and the last one was 30 minutes we've been hitting sure. consistently like an hour total that, that's for, a good, i think that's good yeah, so I think both episodes combined are an hour. Although this one was definitely more lax because of the Sunday, <laughs> the Sunday factor is what I'm gonna call yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. It's, you know, it's fun to talk about <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> yeah, and also because it there were parts of it that now we can now talk. We can pick up when we do our meta episode about symbols. Oh yes, yeah, Sim- symbolism, and I I will be pretentious and bring in discussions of Carl Jung because he was all about yes. symbolism. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love to see it. I I'm going to yeah, I'll pick up some obscure symbols that I'll be like symbols that aren't what you think they <laughs> what you think they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and kind of just get really weird with it. Um and and we can make that like a recurring meta series anytime there's like a lull in podcast episodes because I don't know what the next one's going to be or when it's going to be. So when we have enough symbols, we'll just, you know, decide. We'll text each other and be like, yeah, symbolism in (laughs) dreams. That would be interesting. Ooh, I like that. That'll (laughs) be a fun one, too. It'll and, you know, it'll 
all of these things are always for funsies. I feel like I have to put a disclaimer. Nothing we predict that comes true is our responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) It's just like every other podcast ever. Okay. (laughs) Just having fun here. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Link me the uh the stuff, the um the reviews that you wrote for the show, and then I'll put that in the pod description and publish this as well. Sounds good. (laughs) Woo! Two pods. (laughs) <laughs> on one day we're killing it over here mm-hmm. all right all right peace out square hive thanks bye we are joking just joking we are joking